Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day four with my good friend, Brother Tim Dotson, and his wife, Sean, from the Tell City, Indiana area, which is about 45 minutes or so east of Evansville, right along the Ohio River. Beautiful little town there. And, and of course, Tim is originally from Virginia. It's amazing how God can bring somebody from South Dakota and somebody from Virginia together here in Evansville, Indiana, to talk about Jesus. But, you know, God is good. Father, we come today hungry for what you have to speak yes. through Tim today. And we're, we give this message to you, Father. We give everything in our lives to you, Father, and just speak through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Back to you, Tim. All right. Well, it's again, it's good to be here and good to feel the blessings of the Lord and the presence of the Lord. And touched on last week how God brought me through the beginning stages of my spiritual journey and that a walk with God is a spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And it's beyond just natural understanding. It's something God does for us. Yep. When he forgave my sins, he brought my spirit back to life that yep. was dead in sins and trespasses. I was a dead, even though I was 11, I was dead. Yep. Even though at 17, I was dead. Yep. But then he gave me life through the Spirit. Praise God. And the thing that I learned right after that, after coming to God, not really understanding all that God had did for me, he brought greater understanding. And the number one thing that the Lord showed me, or one of the many things that he showed me in my experience is, and that is how to hear the voice of the Lord. Mm. Wow. The most important thing. And in the book of Jeremiah, it says more than once, it says, thus saith the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. Come on. And that means the Lord that's not by himself, there's others there with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Lord of hosts. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, you know, he's not alone. There's many there, but thus saith the Lord. If you can, if I can bring myself to a position to where I can hear his voice, then I'm adequate for or greater than anything that I face. Mm -hmm. He can bring me what he doesn't bring me over, across, he brings me through. Yeah. I heard a brother say here recently about speaking to the mountain. You know, Mark 11, 23 and 24, which was a favorite yep. scripture of Brother Kenneth E. Hagin yes. that's already gone to be with the Lord. But he was saying that a disease had come in his life that he didn't know if he was going to live and had two small children. And he said that for about 30 days, he did nothing but lay in the house and pray and seek God and fast. And he said he had been suffering and he'd actually wrote out that he was going to probably die and left arrangements. But he went in there one morning and he said, I laid down on the floor and I said, God, I've spoke to this mountain day after today and commanded it to be moved and doubt not in my heart and believe those things which I say. I shall have what I say. And God spoke to him. He said, but have you considered, son, that some mountains I want you to climb across and that some mountains I'm not going to move? I want you to work your way across it and get through it. And he said, here I am a year later, and God's worked things out. I'm, I'm a lot better than what I was. But I had to learn how to take this mountain one step at a time and climb just a little bit higher and a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And if you're out there and you feel like you're at the bottom of a mountain that you can't get across, what you have to realize is, yes, God can move mountains, and he does. But there are those rare, I'm going to call rare exceptions, 
where God will say to us, I'm not going to move this mountain, son. You're going to learn more by the experience of learning to climb this mountain than you would ever learn if I moved it out of your way. And I want you to learn how to be a mountain climber. I want you to learn how to get above the circumstances that you face, the resistance, the hardships, the disappointments, the offenses, all the things that you face in life is like climbing a mountain. And if I remove them all, you won't learn anything from your experiences. It'll be easy for you. But I want to learn, teach you how, and how he spoke to me was, I'm going to teach you how to get through some hard places. Wow. Now, one time I was coming back from my mom and dad's in Virginia, and I started working in Indiana. And I was coming back from there driving along, and it gave me a lot of time to pray, listen to preaching on the radio and different things. But I was praying to the Lord, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, I'm going to send you into a den of snakes. Well, when he said that to me, I said, oh, Lord God. That's the last place I want to go is where there's a bunch of snakes because I, I really don't care much for snakes, period. And uh, so he said, I'm going to send you into this place. Well, the Lord was switching crews that I was going to work on a different crew at work. And I was young at that time and didn't know a whole lot. And so I learned real quick that I was working with some snakes, men that had real critical, harsh opinions and and real hard uh, to work with and difficult. But Lord, you know what? Going through that period of my life where it was seemed so difficult, God taught me some very beautiful things. And one of the men that mistreated me so badly during that period of time, I went to him up, uh, and there's several, uh, there's like 19 floors where I work, and he was up on probably the 10th floor. I went up there to him, and I said, hey, I said, I don't know what I've done to you to make you not like me. I said, but I want to apologize to you, and I'm going to ask you to forgive me. Now, I didn't do anything to him, but I felt to go and tell him mm -hmm. that I'm sorry. And when I told him that, his head dropped. And he said, he said, Tim, he said, it's me. He said, I'm sorry. And from that day on, he treated me different. But I had to take, I had to eat some humble pie. And I had to bow, basically bow my knee in front of him and say, you know, I know you're more knowledgeable. I know you're smarter in the field that we're in. I knew all those things. But whatever I've done, I ask you to forgive me. And from that day on, he treated me differently. And sometimes it's a humble road because the humble are exalted. And those that humble themselves, even when I'm not in the wrong, I've said, I've, I apologize if I've said something or done something wrong. And you know, after that, he gave me a real nice riding lawnmower and I took it and gave it to my dad. And my dad used that for years. Wow. And so I was rewarded by doing the right thing, by going and climbing over that mountain through that difficult situation going into that place where there was a bunch of snakes, men that had a lot of hard opinions and harsh on people, cussed and blasphemed and stuff. But through it all, God used me to be a witness to those men. And God used me to honor the Lord that I love with all my life, the Lord Jesus Christ, and to live for him. And I got across that mountain, and I praise God for the place I'm at now. It's a a lot smoother and not as difficult as that. And I'm not bragging. Life yeah. changes very quick, brother. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I thank God for his mercy and for his goodness and that we can hear the voice of God in difficult places and that will put us across the situation we're facing. And God bless you with that today. Praise God. You know, I was thinking about the love of God that got put inside of us when we got born again and all the fruits of the Spirit that are inside of us, you know. And I think a lot of times, Tim, it seems like it's the love walk that can be the most challenging because our flesh is saying, man, this guy doesn't deserve this forgiveness. And and your situation was so similar to one of mine. Uh, It happened to be a neighbor that the Lord said, I want you to go and make that right. I hadn't done anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But I said almost exactly what you said. Right. <laughs> and but that's the love of God in there because he loves the most vile person in the world as much as anybody he's ever created, wants them to come to Jesus. And he and we're his hands and feet on this earth to show that loving nature that's inside of us. So, man, that was powerful, Tim. Well, looking forward to one more day tomorrow. That was a powerful message, Tim. If you would pray for our listeners, please. Yes, Lord, I pray out there. Lord, you said to let those that have ears hear what you're saying to them, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you'd open the ears of that one out there that's offended, maybe away from the church, maybe just avoid certain individuals in the past. Lord, but I pray that you would cause your love to spring up in them so much that they would not fear tomorrow or today, and that, Lord, you can fix broken things and you can cause us to get across the mountain. And, Lord, the higher we go on that mountain, the greater the view is, Lord. And when we get up up to the top of that mountain of that experience we're going through, Lord, we can see farther, we can be blessed greater, and you bring us to new things. In Jesus' name, I pray for the people that are listening now that you will transform their lives and bring them to the saving knowledge and redeeming knowledge of you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Brother Tim. That was powerful. (laughs) Praise God. Well, folks, you can contact Tim through our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Folks, we love you. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he is coming back soon.